0: Hey there, this is episode 11 of Starside Lounge, the wonderful and frequent DVO podcast. Uh, I'm Master Biggie. Joining me today is Claude Herrera. Hey. Duncan, or NCSU Duncan. That's me. <laughs> That's that guy. Uh, we have Timothy, or Zenos <laughs> and uh, Scott, whose tag I don't know, sorry. Speed Racer. Speed Racer, you said that like three times.
1: Or or Guardian, if you play with me on PlayStation. But...
0: <laughs> so we're going to talk about a small topic, um, which was the Destiny 2 reveal. Two of our reporters were there, uh, Claude and Duncan, to see it in person. And um, I guess Timothy has a few questions from, the, from uh, the forums. But let's just start with our general impressions. And um, Speed Racer, why don't you talk about your initial impressions of the trailer?
1: Yeah, well, so before that, we saw the Zavala background, right? Which I think was probably the highlight of the entire show, if you're asking me.
0: Um, right, it did start with a trailer that was narrated by Zavala.
1: Yeah, well, and it started out with Zavala being found by his ghost and the reason i love that so much is my favorite part of the destiny destiny lore has always been the collapse and kind of that time between the golden age and when the city was formed um a lot of the grimoire stories that come out of there like the last word and Thorn stuff that's kind of in that collapse era a bit of you know a couple hundred years before the game starts and that's where we started off with with the ball being resurrected in his plane apparently he was a pilot and crashed and who knows how many hundred years later, the ghost shows up and brings him back to life and shows his journey going along the, the outposts and stuff and building the city from scratch, the tower and everything. So that yeah, was I, it blew me away.
0: I don't think you were alone in that because they were broadcasting the um, audience audio and people were losing their mind over that um, yeah. Zavala bit. So That's that like was it. pretty cool. What's that?
2: It was quite good. The, I, I think, the, in general, the, the audience was very pumped up for this. There wasn't a lot of cynicism, and it, it showed pretty strongly all the way through the, the whole presentation, which was kind of nice.
0: Yeah. Uh, um, I'm going to be the kind of downer of this. Not, not, not I'm not saying I didn't like it, but considering how light... Destiny was lore-wise initially. To see people freak out over these characters and that stuff was pretty neat and a little bit unexpected, coming from my point of view. Yeah. Um. But yeah, that was really awesome. Xenos, uh, what did you think of that stuff?
3: I mean, I I I'm, I mostly agree with uh, with speed there. That that was probably the highlight of the whole show for me because, and I mean, we're we're a group of people that are really really into Destiny, yeah. so. That the lore was my favorite thing when I played Vanilla Destiny. Like, Mm -hmm. even though it was so light, I read every Grimoral card I found. When I found it, I would literally like put my controller down and go read it. And it actually sucked me in. You know, a lot, there's a lot of complaints about it, but it was actually really good. So to see that that's actually going to be in the game instead of these kind of flavor moments that were thrown in but didn't really provide any story is super exciting.
1: And yeah, well, the then we got, were talking about earlier that they, was it Mark that they asked straight up, is there going to be any grimoire? And he basically in a very diplomatic way said, no, it's all it, was,
3: it was Steve Cotton. Oh, Steve right. Cotton said the grimoire won't be in destiny two. which I'm, I'm honestly a little sad about, but that's a, that's a whole nother conversation. I, I liked though that in the reveal, we got that first trailer so we got an idea that they were going to have more story and then right after Luke talks to us we got a very story heavy mission so it's not just going to be a cinematic that tells us the story we're actually going to get some story during our mission our missions in the game so overall I'm super excited just just from those moments before they talked about anything else I was already completely sold on
4: Destiny Two, so I thought they did yeah, a great job. To, to kind of go along with that, uh, just talking to some of the Bungie guys, it, it sounded like they really took to heart, you know, the the criticisms about you know the the lack of story in, in, in Destiny. And the, the impression I got is that you know we're going to see a lot more cutscenes and a lot more story in, in Destiny Two. So I'm I'm okay with you know losing the the Grim War cards. Uh, if that means that you know we're going to get more stuff presented in a way that that more people are going to get exposed to it, because the Grim War stuff, yeah. I mean, you really kind of had to dig around to, to read all of that and, and and take the time. I mean, I never I never read all of all of the Grim War cards, um, and you know I'm a big big old Destiny nerd, so <laughs> uh, <laughs> I know the, the the vast majority of the people probably never never bothered. Look, especially yeah. you know not having it not really present in the game at all uh aside from you know what they added you know with with, with cdk
1: and if you are the kind of person likes reading that i'm willing to bet it's going to be available the way you know you go to ishtar collective right now to to read all the grimoire well the lore that's going to be in the game some of that will be things that we like go into our menu to see mid-mission um especially if we're going to believe that screenshot that's I don't know if that's been confirmed or not, but there's a screenshot floating around out there. It shows a button to press circle to show lore. So even if they're not going to have the grimoire in the app, I'm sure the people on Ishtar Collective and all these other fan sites are going to type all that stuff and put it in written format online anyway. Yeah. Interesting.
0: So moving on from the trailer, um, now the director of Destiny 2, Luke, came out and talked about their goals for this game and and then ended with a little gameplay slice of the first mission um i'm going to go around the table and ask everyone's thoughts on that so but this time we'll start with the people who were there so duncan what did you think of the initial showing of the first
4: mission um well like for for starters uh I guess you know just just from being there and and it sounds like they they pump the audio from from the audience into the stream, but you know when that uh you know lu Luke, Luke, Luke sort of gave the introduction of you know this is homecoming, which I assume is the the name of that first mission yeah. uh uh homecoming but that that first cinematic there you know you've got Cade uh, sort of joking joking around and then the and then the Cabal come in. Uh, the moment, like, right after the Cabal arrived and Cade pops that golden gun, the crowd went burp, <laughs> berserk. Just like, oh, you know, I mean, it's, it's really cool. Like, finally, you know, seeing the Vanguard using their abilities, uh, their their class abilities. Because I, I don't think we've really seen them do that before, have we? No, uh, no. <laughs> uh, so, so that was, like, seeing Cade pop the golden gun and then the crowd just ev- Erupts, uh, like like cheering um, I, I was telling this to, to Claude and, and some of the Bungie guys it, it really like made me think back to like watching videos of the Halo 2 like e3 presentations where you know like the first time you see chief or, or you know just moments during those sort of theater uh, experiences where the entire crowd is, is going ballistic you know it's, we've got this sequel highly anticipated sequel and something awesome just happened and and everyone goes crazy so so that was that was really cool just just being there uh and hearing that and then yeah the that that cinematic is really neat like that is such a cool way to to you know like kick off this this new game uh and then the 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 mission that follows was was really exciting there's a lot of dynamic stuff going on a lot of uh, I say dynamic, but scripted events. But yeah, there's a lot of uh, a lot of movement. It's it's uh, a far cry from from those very first uh, vanilla Destiny missions where it's spawn here, walk over here. Uh, you know, there's there's a lot going on uh, in the in the environment, and uh, also it's just really cool fighting things out in the tower. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that was pretty neat. So I
0: one question that I have, uh what what was the audience like? There obviously there were quite a few YouTubers and um uh you know, I'm sure there were tons of community people. I saw some people in cosplay. I did not see Claude uh Clauding cosplay, which was disappointing. Well
4: he was he was cosplaying as Claude Herrera, so I right. really, really easy for I, thought, I
3: thought he was I thought he was Louis Wu.
4: What I thought it was <laughs> there. You go. Uh, no, uh, it was a little, wrong franchise. I saw
3: multiple clubs. Wrong
4: franchise. <laughs> yeah. uh, but but no, I, I guess yeah. Sort of getting into uh, what it was like actually actually being there. So so um, there, I guess we've got two different experiences on on the on the podcast here. Me and Claude were were there, but then I, I still haven't gone back and watched the the Twitch replay. So like all those interviews beforehand and stuff uh i haven't seen that yet yeah
2: we missed all that
4: stuff but uh but it was really cool that that place was was packed if claude hadn't like gotten there super early and saved me a seat i'm pretty sure i would have been like standing like way in the back like behind somebody really tall (laughs) because because there was it really was like standing room only like uh the, the the chairs were absolutely uh packed to capacity, um, and, and, uh, and
2: built for you know eight-year-olds. They were very small chairs. <laughs> Did they ever say, yeah. or do you have a good idea how many people were there? Somebody said 700. I don't know if that's an accurate number. Yeah, I,
1: was, yeah. I, th- I thought that's I heard them say somewhere nice. that they sent out like two or three hundred invites.
2: Well, so there were the the YouTubers and other social influencers got yellow tickets. And those are the people that were allowed to stream. Those were the people that were invited and flown in, blah, blah, blah. They actually got to record footage. Right. There were easily as many, maybe more people with red tags that were invited but came on our own. You know, we we weren't given uh, a way down there. We weren't, you know, we weren't allowed to record. Um so we weren't even. We, there were signs up saying "Don't take pictures of the screen." Yeah, um, but it was all gameplay that was being broadcast by the by by the YouTubers. So it's kind of a little bit weird. But I, yeah, but I, I think that you know the right. two three hundred that was the those were the invitees. That was the the yellow tags, and then right. there were several hundred other people.
1: It's interesting that they didn't let you guys record. Also, I, I was watching a couple of the Twitch streamers afterward. Um, Lucky and Buttwipe, for example, were, were live streaming from the floor. They were in the IRL directory, not the Destiny directory, and they were. They, a couple of times they were told, you know, you can't be showing the screen. So they were, they they were trying to do a good job of having their camera, not aimed at the the screens, but more at their faces or whoever they were talking to.
2: Right, yeah. I think that was the big thing was everything was embargoed until six p m right. so they they knew already that the people who were recording weren't going to upload because they were that that deal was already made, but us uh, gotcha they couldn't let us take pictures because they didn't know we hadn't signed anything. yeah, that makes sense that makes sense
0: so I know you guys got to play strikes or the strike and the new multiplayer mode. I don't know if yes. you guys played the campaign mission.
2: Yes, the same one that was shown uh, during the, the reveal.
0: Can you walk us through that? Was it exactly what we saw? Were there some other things?
2: I think it was exactly what we th- what we saw. Somebody told me there was one extra bit, but I don't remember. So here's here's what was in what we played, and you can tell me if there's a piece that's that's additional. So right. it starts off in the, in the open space of the tower. Um, there's a few waves of incoming cabal. You have to get inside of Zavala's bubble every time he tells you to, or you get blown up. <laughs> um, <laughs> once that's clear, uh, you run down to the speaker, you watch, um, you watch Ikora take down a ship and disappear off screen. And then a door, the door that, that zur stands in front of opens and there's a little bit of fighting, on an, in an inside space. Then you go into an outside space with a lot of rain. There's a there's a small boss fight there. And when that's over, the the level's over.
0: Okay, that that sounds like pretty much what we saw. Yeah,
2: yeah. I, I I thought it was. I didn't think there were any steps that that I hadn't seen on screen before I played them.
0: I I seem so, to remember
2: so, there
1: only being one time you get in Zavala's bubble from what they showed.
2: Oh, the video, there were yeah. three waves there were three waves of incoming stuff. And, and right before each wave, there was a, just this, just barrage of rockets. And if you were the first time I was out, like where you land, when you, when you come to the tower and he's like, get in my bubble now. And I start running back and I am just obliterated about halfway back just by this wave of rockets that came flying in. So I, I actually feel that that's sort of a limiting thing because, um, you can't, you can't play it the way you want, right? You can't go, you have to stay close enough to him until you right. learn the, 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 when those things happen. I mean, it might have been as simple as, you know, I killed the last Cabal, and so the next wave started. I, didn't, I wasn't paying close attention. But I do know I was way the hell out of safe zone when it started, and I died because of
0: it. When you so, were inside the bubble?
2: No, I couldn't get to the bubble. Oh, okay. He he said, "You need to be in my bubble now." And I was you I know, was over, by trying to get sixty yards away, vault, right? Yeah, I, pretty much. I <laughs> was, was trying he, to see if the vault was still working. Actually,
1: out. that was seriously <laughs> that was one of my questions. Did either of you try to access the vault at any point? <laughs> those, I did. I did. Those it towers was there. I were walked blown up. up. To it. <laughs> okay.
4: Yeah. Yeah, the, the, I the went to the least <laughs> the least damaged one and, and tried to open it up. Of course, uh, it, it it wasn't working there. Yeah, I think well, the only
1: that was the, the one question th- I had for this podcast: was if you. <laughs>
4: <remember>. <laughs> yeah, the only. The and that'll only do it. Like I'm See you guys. Is that the, the the bit that we played like started just a little bit earlier than, than what the, the stream was like?
2: Oh, yeah. oh maybe that's it. Maybe they the only shot they had-
4: the last wave right. Well, I'm yeah,
2: actually
1: frame by frame. It looks like so. You say there are three assaults to repel. And at one second it says one of three. The next second it says like two of three. But it looks like they just spliced uh, away a couple of those those yeah. rounds. And,
4: and like when you very first start the mission, you're actually kind of around the corner, like sort of uh, near the hangar, and you kind of you kind of walk around and then up to up to the the tower plaza. And I think they just kind of, if I recall correctly, they just started with you already up at the tower plaza. we already when fighting. Were, yeah. So that, yeah, it's it a little bit that was that was that was edited for time. But as as far as like the the actual overall mission, like it was, it was pretty much the same as as what I recall the the, the stream being. And then Claude didn't mention earlier, but you go through that market area, and then there's a mini boss fight, and then there's a cutscene. But then there's a little bit more where you're on uh, where you're, you're playing on the. Uh, one of the oh, I forgot about that. Yeah, that was in the
1: video. Amanda Holiday picks you up and takes you up to their their ship. Yeah, and
4: again and, again that was that was pretty much exactly the same. You play play through a, a couple rooms there, and then you finally drop down into the one room and it triggers the, the cutscene with uh with Gall. And then that was that was the end of the mission. So, so right. it was oh, it was almost exactly I forgot about what, that. Yeah, aside from a couple of things cut cut for time, it was it was very similar. Um, now, were I you guys... In-
1: Finish the strike because, from what I heard from some of the streamers and, and YouTubers, they weren't able to get all the way through the strike in the allotted time. We oh, were well,
4: people, people not people get through at. it. Yeah, <laughs> no, we yeah. uh we, we we played the strike twice, and uh, and both times we were able to, to uh, finish it, you know, defeat the boss and get to the end game screen there. But but yeah, we were watching some other people, in fact, we were like. The very last group to, to be able to, to start a strike at the, at the end of the day before they were shutting down because they, I mean, still wanted to give us, you know, a good half hour to, or 20 or 30 minutes to, to do the strike. And we're sitting there waiting for our next turn and we're watching this other group just absolutely struggling on the boss. Yeah, it was pretty uh, terrible. Looked so like they had
2: it at one point and then they died, you know, with like 5% left on him. <laughs>
0: Uh, did they um, have clawed legacy, legacy support with controllers for this game? Yes,
2: they did. Wow. <laughs> they have not changed the controller support from from Destiny 1. There are no additions or subtractions that I noticed. Well, that's the one thing news. will be that, that extra ability you
1: have, but that's just kind of a double tap of your circle or B button, right?
2: It's actually a single tap. I haven't figured out what happened to Crouch. Well, no, it depends on which class you're playing. Because if you're a hunter, yeah. it's double tap. Oh, it's a oh yeah, because that's rolled, because you're crouching stuff. anyway. I only got to play a hunter once all day, so I have very little experience with that. But I got a lot of a lot of time in with both titans and warlocks. And that new ability is really, I like it. It so? one? So? Both of them, the warlock, the warlock Health one and the and the Titan Shield one. They both, at this point, feel over overpowered, I think.
1: Um, I got the impression from the way they talked about it that, like, if so all three are, you know, presuming we have multiple Hunter subclasses, that they will all have that dash, uh, but that'll do different things based on how you spec it. They did say one thing, like, for the Hunter, there's an option to, when you do your dash, it automatically reloads the gun you have equipped. Or there's right. another version that when you do the dash, it refills your melee energy.
4: Right. Yeah. So, so, so the way the the character screen was kind of organized was like, um, you know, gone gone is the, the sort of grid layout with the with the circles of huh. you know Destiny one subclasses, and this was a little more kind of stylized diamonds kind of group grouped together. So like, um, there was a there was a group of uh, like three or four that were your grenades that you could select between the different grenades. There was one that was, you know, your different jumps. Um, So then, yeah, your, your class ability uh, for us, there there were, there were two options there. Um, And then it kind of felt like, so aside, aside from those three, those three uh, three things that you could just pick at any time, I almost got the impression that then from there you kind of pick a, a build, maybe, maybe it was just uh, just the the sort of demo, uh, right? The dope. demo, that, yeah, the, the dev version we had, and, and I'm sure you know that UI is is obviously not final, but it almost well, they felt like they, you can be this kind of gunslinger or this kind of gunslinger and, and get these four perks or this side this set of these yeah. four perks. They actually uh, but, uh,
3: they did con did confirm yeah. that they talked to oh. like IG and fire team chat yeah. and they it's basically yeah it's a build because they wanted to make it so they could kind of make the abilities play off of each other a little bit more mm-hmm. and if they don't if they give you options then it's hard to make them work together as well as what they were saying so
4: gotcha okay so, so so yeah so that makes sense so so like i said there there were options for the for the class ability that were were separate from from that set so like, no matter which set you had, you could still choose between like for the warlock, you could still choose between, do you want to use the the sigil that gives you healing, or do you want to use the sigil that gives you uh, extra damage? Um, and then and then the 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 sets, you know, those those can affect affect that, but not um, not necessarily change the functionality of it it was kind of cool having the having the class abilities you know having a new a new piece of the the sort of sandbox puzzle right you go all the way back to like the was the the golden triangle and in halo right yeah uh uh, you know guns melee Melee, melee gun yeah uh so so yeah it's 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 kind of cool to have have another uh another option another another action that you can do right because because Uh, if you look at the UI, you know, you've got your, your grenades and your melee cooldowns, and now you've got your, your class ability cooldowns uh, there too. And it was really fun, like, you know, just in the short time that we had, like, finding kind of interesting uses for those and, and, and combinations. And, and the, the recharge on the class abilities is about the same as, as your grenade. So it's, um it, in fact it took me a while to start using it more often because i was kind of like trying to save it like a super uh but uh but yeah it was it was really cool and and the the abilities they're not you know they're not as powerful as a super but but being able to, to use them uh they all seem like uh yeah there's 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 neat combinations you can do like one thing we were talking uh, talking about one of the bunch of guys was saying like he really likes to have you know a titan pop that 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 barrier and then have a warlock pop the you know the extra damage sigil right there at the same time. So you've got this cover that you can hide behind, and you know it's it's almost like they took the the um, the the titan bubble and sort of split it into two two thing.
2: Yeah, right. It's almost like a blessing bubble.
0: So back when Destiny. I think it was when it was first shown at E3. Uh, maybe it was Claude and I talking to a Bungie person, but they really wanted to focus on having players coalesce and stick together, and that was the reason they had the, the Light Orbs, so that players would naturally go together and stick together. So that seems like a pretty good extension of that with these abilities.
2: Yeah, that's a good point. And, they're, and they're still you know, uh, that's still a driving force, I think. they. I'm I'm a little confused by the whole you know we're gonna let you um, we're gonna let everything be match made even though we said that wasn't you know the best way to play was to play with your friends, but I think they've just sort of generalized it to you know the best way to play is with other people <laughs> and yeah. yeah they've also and,
1: it seems like it's not full matchmaking it and I even got the impression the way they talked about it that for a raid for example if if we want to You know, guide one or two people in a raid. I think it's limited to one or maybe two people. I don't think you can go in with five random people just because you're going into guide setting for that matchmaking.
0: Huh? Yeah, that's that's so in Overwatch when you're (laughs) matchmaking, it, it it kind of has a similar system to that where it'll try and match teams. Um, like if you're looking for one one person to fill in you're a group of five and you need the extra the six it's very good about doing that and i've actually made a few overwatch friends that way so i had had good experience with that type of system
1: right my understanding is the way it's going to work is so if four of us want to do a raid and we need two more people and we're you know we we're a respected clan we can put our clan out there and say we're looking for two and then other people you and it can, I, I think it can only be solo people. I don't even think two people go into that mode. But they can go in and they'll just go through a list, of a Rolodex of clan tags coming up. And so they'll see the DBO clan flag and kind of a brief description of the DBO clan and what our rating is based on how nice we've been to people before. And they can choose to accept us and join our raid group or go see what the next one looks like. Um, but I'm, oh, it, I'm pretty sure that it's limited to how many people can join, and you can't just have six people matchmake together.
3: I, I even got the impression, I think it's just one, and I could be wrong. But... I
1: thought Luke said one or two. Yeah,
3: maybe. And
1: I don't know if that means it's capped at two, but that's the impression I got.
2: Uh, one of the One of the impressions I got, and this is more of a general thing, a lot of these things are not set in stone yet. Right. Um, so it could be that he was being vague because they didn't have a number.
3: I'm sure, I'm sure they're arguing over it regardless, knowing yeah, <laughs> knowing them. But yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, I'm I'm actually pretty excited about that. I I'm one of the people that's been really strong against matchmaking because I've had a lot of terrible experiences with co-op other co-op games that have matchmaking, but interesting like when they when they said it I, and announced it the way they did it actually seems like the perfect system because you're not going to just be with a group of random people and one guy's like well i don't even know if i really want to finish this you know you're not going to get that guy or if you do it's going to be the sixth guy <laughs> that joins right. and you can always go find another guy right. so i i liked i like the idea of it a lot better than let's go find five random people to put together.
1: Yeah. And they were very clear to not call it matchmaking. It was (laughs) term they use as guided games, right? (laughs) Well, it
0: it does seem more of a way to, to introduce people to the idea of playing with other people based on, like someone said, um, your reputation. And then at that point you kind of establish a relationship with that player. Like, (laughs) Next time you might say, "Well, I really enjoyed, you know, working with that clan. Let me try and find them again in this list, and then who knows? Maybe I'll get, you know, inducted into the clan." So I think it's just more of a for me. It's more of a way to get players situated in a group of people who are typically more lone wolf. Yeah,
4: yeah. I'm really curious to see how the how the clan integration turns out because because like the way they were talking about it. I mean. Clans, clans were in Destiny One in, in some capacity, but but the way they were talking about it on on the stage, you know, they were talking about it like like they weren't in Destiny One at all. Uh, yeah. Which 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 is encouraging because because if they're able to to uh, make that distinction, like no, this time clans are actually in Destiny, like for for real.
1: Well, like uh, so, you go all yeah. the way back to Alpha. It was just the extra name on your your nameplate yeah. and that's it there wasn't even a clan roster yeah only that's last right. year, so that even the clan roster was a separate line on the roster page but now yeah, well, on right. on the, your clan is going to accrue skill points and stuff and level up based
3: on location. and you get rewards apparently
4: yeah that that's, that sounds really cool and i, I imagine that's yeah because because there was that talk about like contributing to, to reward your clans rewards, no matter like what game mode you're playing, and I imagine that's also kind of how I wouldn't be surprised if that's how they're sort of incentivizing like the guided games, like yeah, so that clans clans aren't just you know pulling players in and then trolling them. It's like well, if you if you actually do the guided game and and the player leaves a good review or I, I don't know how it would work or, but, or know, maybe even if they just complete it. Yeah. that yeah, true. yeah so the, one uh, of the
1: coolest I, things about it too is going to be the individualized flags and stuff that we can have levi draw for us and so <laughs> the two big questions I, are what are the tools going to look like and two yeah, that, that, what's the size of the clan limit going to be because i'm really hoping it's yeah. above 100 now
4: yeah i'm I'm curious about the the clan banners thing and, and how custom that actually is because they said you know custom clan banners yeah. But I don't know if that necessarily means being able to to just upload a picture. I'm I'm, I'm assuming it's more like more like along the, the lines players, of like, the
1: Halo Reach. Uh, yeah,
4: emblem. like like the emblem emblem generators. I'm, I'm guessing it's, it's it's more like that. Which I mean, it's yeah, more yeah. than we got Destiny One. Yeah, you know, like the emblems well, of Destiny One. You but, swap colors on. There is that. But if you um, allowed
2: actual full, you know, artwork, people, it's just going to be dicks everywhere. You know that. Yeah, that, and that's, well, then, that should be allowed. I mean,
3: <laughs> well, I, I was thinking, I was thinking, we just have Claude's face as our Oh my
0: you know? god! No. No. I joined that clan. We'll just
4: have to make Bungie sure just implements that like by default. You know, they just make that the right. a default clan banner for, for all all.
0: So, um. Turn ten. Who makes Forza? They do a really good job with their their um, decal editor, Um, and I I have I've never seen any dicks.
1: Yeah, I think generally (laughs) when they have systems, don't they have kind of a? They have one or two people on. Yeah, they have
0: really good dick detectors. They click okay. (laughs) (laughs) Hot dog, not hot dog. Gotcha. But it's something like that, where uh, the Forza thing is basically just shapes, and people are building full artwork out of circles and squares and triangles, which is really cool. That's pretty. Well, amazing. and that's
3: what I'm guessing this is going to be. Yeah, kind of. A, kind of. Unfortunately, in some ways, but I totally understand why they would do that.
0: Um, I think we have questions from the DBO folk.
3: Yeah, we we right. have a few questions. Um, some of, some of them are a little long. I summarize them, um, but I think Kermit asked the the best question for for Duncan and Claude, which
4: is, "Was it fun?" <laughs> it was absolutely <laughs> fun. <laughs> yeah, it was. Yes. It was. It was a lot of fun. The, so, like the the campaign mission. I mean, you, you saw the campaign mission. It was it was really cool. If only just to have like a bunch of uh, you know enemies to To kill and try out, uh, like I was trying out that new warlock super. So, like the new abilities were all really cool. Uh, uh, we haven't even talked about the the multiplayer mode yet, but I, I really enjoyed that. And then the the strike I did, was, I did too. was. Yeah, it was. It was. It was. It was a lot of fun. I want to like, hear more was, about that because that's one. Of, I
1: I have watched the strikes. I haven't actually watched any of the multiplayer matches yet.
2: So, just before we before we move on to that, the strike. there was an interesting point made by somebody else who was there who said it was way too big and spread out and I hope that you know it's either going to be fleshed out more when we get it in the game or that they're going to compress some of those spaces and I thought it didn't feel that way to me at all it felt almost perfect in terms of you know you you have a little fight then you run a little bit then you have another little fight then you get you know slammed around by the by the grinder thing then you jump down into somewhere else so to me it seemed like it flowed nicely but he was with a group he was with two people who didn't know how to play and he said he spent most of his time waiting for them to catch up to him mm, and, yeah. I, and I thought well I guess in that sense it might be too you know like if you're not if you're not moving at a at a at a competent pace it might be too big and I don't know if that's a solvable problem
3: well, and honestly, like the that actually sounds like a good thing to me because one of the things that was kind of over time, I realized, was a little frustrating about the strikes is they didn't feel like real spaces after you've played them enough times. They felt very built exactly for that experience and nothing else.
2: Right, because it was encounter after encounter
3: after encounter. Right. And I, I kind of got the feeling even just watching it with the more wide open spaces, it actually felt like, there could actually be things going on here aside from just a corridor for me to, to shoot bad guys.
2: Yeah. I, that's, that's kind of how I felt. I, I'm hoping that it's not going to be a, you know, a halo two type, you know, giant spaces you can't get to, but, yeah. um, but I, I would, it would be nice if some of those, you know, in between spaces had stuff going on. It doesn't have to be dangerous stuff, but, just make it feel lived in. Make it feel real. Yeah. But anyway, all right. So moving on to to Crucible. I'm sorry, PvP. I I called it Crucible to one of the people signing us up for, for the next open slot. And she was like, what? I said, oh, I'm sorry, <laughs> PvP. And she goes, oh, okay, I'll put you down. Was Is she not a, a bungee
0: person?
2: Uh, obviously not. No, she was oh, one oh, of
0: no, the no, highest
3: I wasn't sure if they were trying
0: to rebrand. <laughs>
3: <laughs> that's what. It, yeah, that's yeah. where I thought that was going. No, no. I
4: well, uh, I don't just, think so. Just one of the booth attendants, because they basically had this one, uh, just one big line, and it was like, all right, who wants to play the campaign mission? Who wants to do a strike? Who wants to do PvP? So they they were they were signing people up for, for you know the the different activities uh, kind of as the, as they went down the line. Um, but no, the the. PvP mode was, was really interesting. I mean, first, you know, the first big change, obviously, it's it's 4v4 now uh, versus, yes. you know, 3v3 or 6v6. Which uh, That's pretty which, divisive.
1: <laughs> yeah.
3: That's, that's, that's,
1: already it's just seen weird it that it. they
4: said all of it will be. Like, it's
2: one
1: thing to say but, yeah. we're, we're going to a 4v4-based PvP, but Luke did say all PvP will be
2: yeah, but yeah. you know, no, was, I'm guessing there's still no. going to be doubles, and I'm also guessing there's still going to be rumble. So
1: right, but is, is trials? Uh, we know trials is still going to be there, although it might be trials of the nine or something different.
3: Is it going to be? Yeah, Luke. Two, or is It gets four v four elimination. I don't know. That's Luke. I, Luke, Luke confirmed it's four v four.
2: Yeah,
3: uh, it's going
4: oh. to be a four v four. I, oh I Perfect.
1: Not to be fair, we could go play four v four elimination right now,
3: in right. private matches. Well, so, I, I actually feel like that's going to take some of the pressure off because uh and they even joked about it it's like i can only drag my team down by 25 percent instead of
2: 33 <laughs> <laughs> percent
3: anyway
0: uh, did anyone i so i just have one quick question did anyone else see the tanks yes. in those trailers <laughs> are those yes. playable what are those
2: I asked that question not of anybody who would answer it, but um, the the general consensus among people who saw it was yes, they'll be playable. The general consensus among Bungie employees is we're not commenting.
0: <laughs> There's a big team mode.
3: <laughs> I, I hope so. That'd be, I missed that. But uh, about the Crucible, the the real the real impression I got it from it. Is and and other people have said this too. Is it felt a lot more like Halo as far as like the time to kill and the fact that there's not any like weapons that you're gonna start with with ammo that's gonna dominate.
1: The time to kill is slower. You're saying right? Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Is that what it felt? Yeah. I
3: don't. I don't.
2: I don't know that I'd agree with that. I don't know. It felt. because right, so, you play you still play PVP multiple times per week so that's true um I, so until i started using so the first two games i played i i didn't even know about the the added class ability right the the shield or the whatever yeah. so i never used those and in 1v1s i was getting destroyed i was also trying to use a scout rifle which it wasn't a very good scout rifle. Um, it was fine for PvP PvE, but it didn't. I, I wasn't doing so well with it in PvP. But when I switched over to the auto rifle and started using the the um, the shield thing, I was melting people really, really fast. And if and, I, and the only reason I was staying alive is because I had covered a duck behind. It 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 actually felt faster than than Destiny One is, but okay. but uh, you know. It's hard to tell from one, from one session. I mean, I played four matches total, so it's really not a. And two of them were, and two of them I was at a disadvantage from having the wrong stuff. Well,
1: and you were, I was going to say you were probably up against some hardcore players, but I also
2: no, well, that's that's the the thing. It was
1: press from the the influencers, right? The streamers that play all day, every day, and the press were not playing in the same pools, from what I heard.
2: They were definitely organizing the pools, so that's quite possible. Um, we definitely had some. So, the, the matches that Duncan and I played on the same team, we, we played what two or three together in a row, Duncan, yeah. is that right? And we won them all or both or whatever it was. But there was a guy on the other team who almost carried their team to victory each time, okay. like by himself. <laughs> they had a bunch of really crap. They had three crappy people and one very, very good person who just had, you know, he had 23 kills to, to six kills for everybody else. Well, wow. that kind of thing. I don't know. So, but, but that's not necessarily a streamer, right? That could just be, right? Yeah. You know, I
3: mean, there, everybody there's everyone that there you're playing with was probably a fan at least. So, right. But so probably basically
1: a bit. from your albeit limited experience you think the the flow of the match and the time to kill was roughly about the same as it has been.
2: yeah i don't think it was super different um the weapons were different the the heavy weapons were way different so they they gave us access to one rocket launcher as far as i could tell and it was totally crappy you either had to have a direct hit or land within you know a meter of your target to do any serious damage, and you um, only got one rocket. And you only got one rocket, but they did they did launch pretty quick. I, I mean, they did regenerate pretty quick, except that the matches were generally over almost as quick. So that's not so great. Um, the The grenade launcher was way more powerful than I thought it was going to be. <laughs> it turned out to be and, and it. From the people who died to it in my hands, it was way more powerful than other people expected it to be. <laughs> <laughs> well, because you, uh, you got like six shots or something, right? It was pretty high. Yeah, right? yeah, I think it was right five and one and one in the and one remaining, right? I hear uh, right that the sniper rifles that'll
1: that'll be in heavy slaughter are one hit kill, no matter whether whether it's a headshot or body shot,
2: because they're a heavy weapon now. I don't think that's right. I got a couple of body shots that didn't kill, yeah. so I'm
4: that's generally kind of if a sniper
2: snipers. was a, you know, body shot was
1: always a one shot. Would be silly.
4: Yeah, I never bothered bothered trying the the sniper rifle just because the that that particular map didn't have super long uh, sight lines, and also I'd uh, I was sticking with the uh, the grenade launcher heavy.
2: Yeah, I tried it once just because I was like, because well, I tried it once. It didn't. There,
4: there was a point in one map where like I just got wrecked by somebody with a shotgun, and it was like I was really frustrated. It's like, well, I don't have a shotgun, and I'm looking at my special slots. Like, why doesn't why doesn't my character have a shotgun? And I was like, oh right,
0: here it is, it's in the heavy below. Slot.
3: And then I was like,
4: all right, well I guess I'm okay with dying to the shotgun if that guy had the heavy ammo.
3: Yeah, yeah well and how do how do you guys feel about that in general? I just from a conceptual point, I really like the idea of the dual primaries just because it does eliminate that problem, especially in p v p where you're dying to people all the time from from basically one shot weapons. How did you guys feel about it playing
4: it uh, i I liked it and and you know uh it definitely feels like. Uh, everybody's playing on a little more even even playing field there uh yeah. and you know like heavy ammo was 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 it was still spawning uh you know on on the regular intervals or like it, on, in every round, but i never felt like it was just constantly dominating dominating the matches like you know most of the gun battles were were decided by those those primary and now secondary weapons
2: um i I did find that the that the that on on b the the heavy would spawn right before that the final push Mm. which worked out really nicely if you were defending a lot of times we were dead before then but you know (laughs) if you if you were still alive (laughs) it gave you a chance i don't know um i i'd probably agree with duncan's assessment there It, it it worked pretty well um I I don't know that I like even playing fields because <laughs> I that that just means people who shoot better than me will kill me every time um but but I, it definitely is it makes for a fairer game and and I, and I didn't feel like any of the heavy stuff made or bre- or broke the the game, you know There were a couple of times when, you know, I got a clutch rocket kill that ended the round, but there were other times when I got a super kill. Sorry, can
0: you say that again? What did you get?
2: Never mind.
4: (laughs) (laughs) Some type of rocket kill. (laughs) (laughs) I felt like it it made the battles more about, like, you know, using those primary weapons better, but also, like, using. Using the abilities, you know, the grenade melee and the class abilities, like, made that so much more important, right? Because, like, you know, in Destiny 1, there are plenty of players that's like, well, I'm just going to get my sniper rifle and then I'm just going to try and snipe this entire game. Or, or I'm just going to equip my shotgun and I'm just going to sit with a shotgun the entire game. But now it's like you can't, you can't do that unless you, you go and get that, that heavy ammo. So now it's more about like, well, you're going to have to use your primary, and then you know, get good at, at using those those extra abilities there. So it's so really,
1: <laughs> not really any way for you to tell whether they were using what was in their kinetic slot or their elemental slot, right? Because they're all basically primary. Yeah.
4: yeah as, as far as I could tell, the, those were pretty much the same. So so really, it was kind of nice because you know I I could switch between. You know, a, a scout rifle and an auto rifle, like, you know, just just by hitting the, um, uh, right. the weapon button without having to, you know, like pull up the menu and and, and change your uh, change your inventory there. So you can like basically you can kind of like pick two of those, those primary weapon types and, and always have have one of each uh, right re- ready to go. Yeah. yeah, that has me pretty excited personally.
0: So would you say mm-hmm. that combat in general is more the encounters are more medium range because now your your sniper and your shotgun are things you use way less. Yes. The, the encounter has changed dramatically.
4: Yeah, I mean that's probably a, a fair assessment, which I think and you know I think that's a good thing cuz like again like all the all the sort of abilities that's that's where they shine is that that medium range too. Right. So.
2: I still had people you know, sliding in and then meleeing at close range, but I think that's you know muscle memory from being a slide shotgunner, and, and right. when that goes away, they'll be back to a mid range.
4: Yeah, and I feel like melee damage was was decreased uh, by enough that that just running up and trying to melee somebody was usually a very bad idea. <laughs> <laughs> and they and they didn't let you examine the weapons right it was just like the little hover over correct yeah like uh yeah. pushing triangle and oh, the only thing that worked on was the uh your subclass so that you could go and like change change what kind of grenades you wanted uh right. we can we can do that for any any of the weapons or or the armor um although i think we only had the one piece of armor
3: uh, i i will say i was pretty happy That I actually saw the hunter swarm grenade actually kill somebody in one of the clips (laughs) I watched. So that's a nice change.
1: Don't you remember that two week period when the hunter swarm grenade was the meta because of that? um, (laughs) Because of the glitch. glitch.
4: Yeah, (laughs) forgot about that. Uh, The the mode itself was actually really really fun. I liked it, Uh, like because it's like I've always liked the elimination game type. But having those two objectives, you know, to kind of basically, that they're there just to prevent any one side from from just holding back and camping. Yeah, uh, it was really cool. And and we had some, Claude and I had some games that, you know, like we had a huge comeback and, and the you know like we were down, we lost the first couple rounds and it looked like we were going to lose the match, and then we were able to. To win the next couple rounds and 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 make it a close game again, uh, it was really fun and and I feel like the the map size and that game type worked really well for for four v four because you've got the two objectives. So generally we were you know sending two players to each objective and then kind of swapping around uh, as as you figure out where the other guys are are, are pushing, and uh, it was it was really cool. I I, I enjoyed it. Uh, it, it felt very felt very competitive, but also like the the rounds were really quick. So even and even in the games where I was getting my ass handed to me, it was like, well, at least I, I never felt like I was having to watch the rest. Yeah, it'll of the be game over soon. Yeah, it was like yeah, yeah. So I, I liked it.
3: Yeah, yeah, one of the things they actually said uh, in one of the interviews I saw is that they are actually building all of the maps purpose built for a mode. In Destiny Two, and so that one was specifically built with count in mind. And so
2: that that sort of bothers me. I I I, I want maps to be multi-purpose. <laughs> yeah, and and I, I had that same thought.
3: It, especially, you know, I think what did Destiny launch with? It was like ten maps or something. It was like the least number of maps that's yeah. ever launched in a in a Bungie game.
0: Let me so let me pose a question. If they, After you finish, sorry.
3: Oh, yeah, I was just (laughs) going to say... I was just going to say, hopefully if they do that, I'm okay with that as long as they've made enough maps so that if I'm playing Countdown, I'm not just playing three
4: maps.
3: (laughs) Like, if they make enough maps so that any mode I'm playing in, I'm going to rotate through, you know, at least six or seven maps, that's fine. But if they're only going to launch with, you know, ten maps, so then you're only going to play each mode on two or three. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's a problem. That's right, kind of right. a problem.
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right. So here's my question. Yeah. Of the Halo games, which Halo has your favorite maps?
2: Probably that's Halo. a hard question.
0: I got We're Halo talking speak. multiplayer now, right? Yeah. Your most memorable and favorite maps from... Let's say from Halo One through Reach,
3: The Pit and
1: Guardian were two of my favorites of all time. Both Halo Three,
3: Midship.
0: I, I'd honestly, it's got to be Halo One for me. Okay, well, I, you guys ruined my point, so never mind. <laughs> <laughs> what was the? What was? The I was hoping of- for a consensus of Halo Two because those maps were all designed with specific game modes. Well, uh,
1: if it, I, I spent more time in Halo Three matchmaking than two personally, and that's that's why I said those, but I, I do remember the two maps more than, than
4: if any consolation, I was going to say Halo 2. There we go.
3: <laughs>
4: Halo 5!
3: Wait. Well, and I'll, I'll be honest, Halo 1, I played completely be different nice, than the other ones. <laughs> Which I think is probably true for all of us, because we didn't have matchmaking. Right. But, uh... That's true.
0: Some of us
2: went
3: to
0: lands, though. Yeah some of us the older ones can you talk
1: just a little bit uh, hey, i think i know the answer I, to this but did they give any more info at all about the lost sectors and adventure side quests
3: a word nope so did you did you try and pull it out of them and they
4: and oh, oh, I, I was, gonna, I was, I didn't even I was grilling steve it. cotton to try and, try and get info there but uh that's nothing that stuff I, has I, I was intrigued yeah,
2: from yeah. Luke Smith, I just got a smile. <laughs> <laughs> I
3: was really surprised they didn't talk about that more just because like that's what we're gonna spend most of our well yeah I mean
1: you know out of everything they showed that day those are probably the adventures and lost sectors are probably the biggest difference from destiny one and destiny two in terms of what the game is gonna have in it
2: hmm.
0: Hopefully. Do you guys know if <laughs> um, having NPCs playing with you is relegated to that first mission, or is that something we'll see? Because they do impact the gameplay because they are pro- providing you with um, orbs. Yeah, um, that's true. They are.
2: Um, I yeah, don't know the answer to that.
4: I, I get the impression, yes, because cause when they were showing that adventures thing, it was that the one guy who wasn't wearing a helmet, the human with a sniper. So, so and you I'm actually
3: guessing, see him you see him snipe someone even
4: yeah, so so it'll be interesting to see that that's that's uh, you know one thing that like I, I, I saw was missing from destiny one coming from from Halo, you know, like some of the the funniest parts of the Halo campaign where you know what what goofy thing is the uh, is the AI gonna do? you know driving driving the vehicles around, you know the the friendly AI. Uh, which I mean, it made sense that you know Destiny One missed that, just because you know that for one, that's it's a really complicated thing to have. So building this new game, and then also just from a lore standpoint, you know, these are supposed to be empty worlds that were are we Um And I,
3: I think actually, even that first mission's going to have more, because if you remember later yeah. in the reveal, they had that scene with uh, with Cade. Using his golden oh, okay. gun, yep. And that doesn't really fit anywhere in what we saw, so I think they may have cut out a pretty large section in the middle of that. Of that yeah, they did tell section. us
2: it was only a partial run through of that mission.
3: Yeah. So hopefully, hopefully, I mean, I don't want it that often. Maybe in the in every mission, but <laughs> <laughs> more than more than none in Destiny One would be nice.
0: Certainly. OK. So well, everyone just fell asleep for a brief moment, but we're back. <laughs> <laughs> Wake up, Duncan! <laughs> I, I have one so other question. Do...
3: I have. Um, unless you want to go ahead, Zenos. No, I was just going to go to community questions. So you go ahead first.
1: My, my, Is there anything else that we haven't already talked about that you guys may have gotten from those extra couple hours after the stream that any of us wouldn't have because we weren't there. Any other yes. insights or tidbits?
4: Hmm. Uh, so above, so on the <laughs> so so when we were doing the, the strikes, the very beginning of the strike, I couldn't tell you how that's supposed to play because every time I started, I was always go going to my inventory screen and just kind of wandering around looking at that, looking at the epic class build, like reading the descriptions and, and investigating that, and then I'd come out of the menu and then like Claude and whoever are like already finishing up that first objective. Right. Um, so so one one thing I noticed is uh so on the the your your armor, your equipment, there's a there's a note at the bottom, uh, you know, which in Rise of Iron is like where the artifact is. Um yeah. but it was locked, and the label was is, is called, I think it was called Clan Banner. Yeah. So like, some something you'd equip, I guess, to, um, to represent your clan. Uh, that was interesting. Right above uh, Helmet, like, at, at the top right, there was a, a counter for how much glimmer you had, and then there was another counter for Strange Dust. Um, and And the descriptions on those were basically just, like, one's, one is used for like upgrading weapons, the other is for like trading weapons or like replacing weapons with other weapons of the similar ones. Like it sounded like maybe oh, it's like a really um, like one, like one material was used for, for upgrades, the other was used for like vendors or something like that.
3: Okay, okay,
4: but it's like this is just based on my vague recollection of the uh, Yeah, 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 of no. the there. So, some some person who was doing capturing might actually have a, a decent screen grab of that.
1: I think I remember you saying something on the forums that you can still get kicked out of your menu when loading into new.
2: Absolutely, yeah. you can. Is it,
1: <laughs> did they at least cut down on it or am I still nope. going to be just as pissed? I was, no. I was pretty annoyed.
4: <laughs> yeah, I had I that plan the, playing the campaign mission or, or, or maybe it was the strike of yeah being in the menu and then it pops you back out. Uh, it not happened, happened to me multiple times, but I think that's
1: just... Yeah, don't get me wrong. I'm super excited but about you don't have to go to orbit and everything's going to be based on a map so you can actually just walk around the map and start a patrol or start a mission without having to go to the director. But, man, I really wish they would have fixed it <laughs> so you have your menu five times. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yep. Well, so that's... we have more community questions, right? Yeah. Maybe. So
3: you know, I, I don't know how how well you'll be able to answer all these, but uh, we'll see see what you know. Uh, Mac addict had a had an interesting question. We'd kind of talked about this before, uh, and uh, it was basically the sounds are very different, and at least from watching it, you know, on my computer, which obviously doesn't have the greatest sound, it didn't sound as nice as Destiny One but we i also saw a lot of people saying it sounded really good. So, how did it feel the new sounds while you're playing?
2: I thought it felt good. Like I saw that post on the forum and I was kind of surprised because I didn't notice any degradation of sound. It felt solid to me. I wasn't actually listening for, you know, is this really super impressive or not, but it didn't right. I, I was never I was never surprised by the negative level. Uh Uh-oh, did we lose Scott? Might have.
0: Yes.
4: Uh (laughs) Uh-oh. Well, uh, but yeah, yeah, to jump on, to jump on that, yeah, I, I didn't notice any, any difference in, in, in sounds. It sounded like destiny to me. Uh. Certainly not. Not not a noticeable difference if if there is
2: if there is one. Yeah, I'm guessing whatever issues people had had to do with the stream more than the the actual content.
3: Yeah.
2: Bring back Marty. Well, that's that's good to know. Um, mm-hmm.
3: Yeah, they definitely. I definitely, especially noticed in Crucible, there's there's different sound balancing. Uh, like apparently, the enemies you can actually hear better than your teammates,
2: which is a nice change. Really? Yep. So I couldn't hear anybody. Um, that we didn't we didn't have mics. We only had we only we had headphones, oh. but we had no mics. Oh not not
3: voices. Like so so like their gun sounds and their ability sounds your your allies are muted more and the enemy ones are louder. I so did not notice you, that. It might be true, yeah. but I didn't notice it. Well, I yeah, we we actually in some ways had an advantage because I got to watch a lot of stuff while you guys were
4: uh,
3: <laughs> were at the event or not at home. So, okay. so uh, we there was a lot of questions about the new slots. Uh, one that Narcogen had was uh, basically about the ammo for kinetic and elemental because uh elemental is just another primary slot but does it have the same like were you ever running out of ammo in your elemental slot when you played the strike more often than your kinetic weapon or was it about the same where you always kind of full-on ammo on your two primary
2: slots i never felt like i was out of ammo um i don't remember seeing that a different they, I saw white bricks and and green bricks. I don't remember seeing a third color. The purple bricks. I did yeah. see purple in the game. Or there. no, maybe. Oh, yeah. yeah, maybe I did. You're right. No, never mind. I did. I, I I never felt like I was running out of ammo on on anything except PvP. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but we're we're still so, not
1: completely sure whether I I think we know, but the the elemental versions and the kinetic versions, there was some speculation that maybe you could put one gun into either of those slots and either it applies the element or if you put it in the kinetic slot, the element goes away. I assume that's not the case, but I also don't know that we know for sure.
2: Yeah. They they were all filled. We didn't, we didn't get to play with any of that stuff. They were, they were all filled when you started and the, and there was no, there was no additions. No the build was actually kind of cool when you, the, 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 um, campaign build was, was kind of fun. <laughs> you, you did a, you watched the initial, um, cut scene and then all of your gear, everything that all of your weapons, all your, all your armor, everything dropped in as though it was a, a you know, like a, like an after strike gift. Uh. <laughs> so that's how they were. That's how they made sure everybody had exactly the right stuff. Okay. Oh, and that and that just occurred to me. We're not going to have that gear when we play that mission. That <laughs> just occurred Crap. to me through the first time. <laughs> In, it, well, you don't know that. You maybe you will. I, yeah, I mean, I guess it's possible. But
3: uh,
2: I, yeah, I you're right. You're promise. probably going to have one gun, right?
3: Yeah. It, it would, would be a silly
2: one. though
1: if we just went back to the Duke Mark Forty Four. <laughs> right?
3: Well, it's going to be the Duke Mark Forty Five. Right. I mean, I totally.
1: I'm on board with us losing the vaults and everything, but it would be a little bit out of the ordinary if we weren't carrying a few legendary weapons on us or something.
0: <laughs> I guess yeah,
1: we would be because they're they're going to require level twenty, and we're going to be starting out at level one again, presumably.
3: Yeah, I don't that's something we'll have to wait and see.
1: Yep.
3: Yeah. yeah, it's so. Let's see. Um, Blue Runner was a. A little concerned about there being no heavy machine guns. I'm guessing there was a heavy machine gun. It was well, more. it was a it was a primary slot weapon though, right? It was a minigun, right?
2: Um, I guess, yeah. All right, yes. So, I'm guessing you no. Wasn't there a there? Wasn't there a machine sure. gun? An actual machine gun?
1: I don't think it, we've seen any evidence of on on any of the gameplay videos. Yeah.
2: So unless right. you, you saw something we didn't, the guns out. no. I tried, I tried the grenade launcher, the rocket launcher, and the and the sniper in my heavy slot. I don't, and I knew there were other things, but I didn't get to them.
3: The the mini did look really fun, but it was it was listed as an exotic uh, auto rifle, I believe.
4: Yeah.
3: Yeah, it was hard then, to keep on target. Yeah. Yeah. The. Uh, and then he also had the question of, I, and I was surprised by this too that there wasn't a moat wheel of some kind.
1: Yeah, um, that was another top requested feature that I'm a little surprised isn't. In well, it. I
2: don't know that you don't know, you can yeah. say that it's not in there just because it wasn't in this build. Right. A, my guess is there's. I mean, we already know there's a ton of stuff that wasn't in this build, right, right. there. There weren't. There was. There was one class per per carrot per. Um, race per no per type whatever. Um, yeah. So they clearly they clearly removed things that weren't even empty slots, right? So they they actually built something exactly the way they wanted it. So anything that's not there, you can't you can't say this isn't in the game. You just we we just haven't seen it yet.
4: Right.
3: And 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 uh, insane drive kind of he uh, phrased it pretty well which is in the little time you got to play did it feel better than destiny 1 or just new and different
4: uh i mean it's it's hard to 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 describe that i mean it it felt it felt like destiny right like it yeah. uh like the the gunplay is just just as tight as it ever was i mean the, the new abilities you know were were cool and and you know, added uh, a, a new layer on there, especially you know once once I got used to like uh, using them more and remembering that I had them. Yeah, exactly. But I mean, at, at its core, I mean, it was still Destiny. It was just a it, it was a really good Destiny campaign mission and a really good Destiny strike. Um,
2: yeah, so it was it was more comp the the strike was more complicated in sort of than than we've seen before somebody called it like a mini raid and I don't think I'd go that far there were no real puzzles there was just there were enough different different things that you sort of it, you couldn't get accustomed to you know you, you could I don't know it wasn't just a shoot a bunch of things move to another section shoot a bunch of things move to another section There were actually had there a were jump things platforms yeah, it was you had to jump platforms and you had to avoid things that were trying to kill you, and you had to turn stuff on so that you could, you know, launch yourself through the the man cannons, blah, blah, blah. And yeah, and, it's, and the, it's... And the, yeah go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> uh, <just> the, <laughs> bo- was... the boss battle at the end was, um, you know, we haven't had a, a sort of three level boss battle like that before. I don't know that, right. that, you know, when I think about it, does it really make a difference? Probably not. But they were able to give us different enemies. In each wave, because we were on different platforms, so that was kind of fun. Well, and and just and it's
3: it's almost like a psychological psychological change from what I saw. Like like what you're talking about, there's a part where you you have you beat some cabal, and then you have to turn on a gra- uh, a man cannon to get to the next part. Yep, and and that immediately feels better in my mind than the way Destiny One did it. Which is if that in that same scenario, it would have just turned on after you beat the encounter. Or you would have told your ghost to turn it on, and then you would fight the enemies while he turned it on. And just that simple change is actually a really nice change, because it actually feels like you're controlling what's going on instead of... There's this... There's this time limit or this list, this limit of enemies you have to kill before you can go on to the next
2: area. Right. And and in fact, I actually thought about that at one point. So there was a switch, right? It's a like a big rocker switch. And and you had to interact with it and you use the same button that you do to pull your ghost out. But so in in Destiny one, you would have you would have said, you know, like have your ghost flip the switch. Yeah. Which which <laughs> seems kind of stupid because I have a hand. I can flip it. So now it lets me flip it, <laughs> yeah, which is kind of yeah. nice. I thought that was a, a, a welcome common sense change. Yeah. So
3: Insane had another question, which was, uh, and we talked about a few of them, but what were some things you noticed that were locked off in your playthrough? And I, I, I'm guessing you is more talking about like features and not areas, since we obviously don't know what areas would be anyway.
2: Well, we've already talked about most of the features so okay um, I mean so you couldn't you couldn't examine any of your weapons or armor um you couldn't examine your um, the the subclasses you weren't using okay well, they didn't exist um, <laughs> the, the 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 campaign section that we went through was pretty linear there wasn't at no time did I feel like you know oh there's a section over there that that you know maybe I'll be able to go in later it was all (laughs) you knew exactly where the next step was right it wasn't yeah so I I didn't I don't know that's a hard question to answer I I I feel like they built us a sandbox and he's asking what's outside the sandbox
3: (laughs) Well, and one thing I did notice, though, I I don't know if you guys saw it, was that there were mod slots It showed mod slots in some of your armor and weapons, but you couldn't actually Access. interact with them. Yet. Right. So I think that was the only other thing I saw that we didn't
2: already talk about. So I didn't actually try to open up the armor. I tried to open up the weapons and when I couldn't, I gave up. <laughs> I'm glad somebody yeah, did. So <laughs> yeah, it didn't work. <laughs> that's that's really all the questions we had. We
3: did have more, but uh, for the most part, I know there there are things you pr- you won't be able to answer just because you didn't really get much more of a view than we did, aside from no. playing that strike and playing Crucible. So yep. I kind of kind of cut out the rest of them. But uh, yeah, I'm I'm very excited about this. I, one thing we didn't talk about is the game looks really pretty. It actually took me, and they—they're such—they're so good about it that it—it didn't look way different, which I thought was a good thing. But when you really started paying attention, there was a lot of really subtle details that made the game look a lot better, like the shields on the minotaurs and the the cabal. Oh, what 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 are they called? The ones with the shields? They the the fame? No, not the the energy shields. Oh. The centaurs, Is there oh scions, scions, like yeah. Did scions? Anyway, scions. Anyway, yeah, yeah. They would have like these spherical shields. I saw. And Then minotaurs have like these uh, cylindrical shields around them, which I thought was a cool effect. That was just random, but I just thought of it because we were talking about that strike.
2: The harpies are way prettier than they used to be. They have these gorgeous purple um, things coming out of them. They're just oh. very classy looking
0: that's a good sound bite. they still blow up
2: but there you go <laughs> um so if you thought that the ps4 pro version of of destiny 2 looked much better than than what you're used to man the p the pc version was insane yeah i'm probably gonna pick it up but
1: <laughs> it's interesting that they weren't they didn't let people record pc stuff right they only let them record on the ps4 pro right
2: Yes,
3: all
1: I'm hearing is how amazing the p the PC version looked. Why didn't they let you get? Why didn't they let them?
2: I think act- it was. I, I actually think it was a practical thing. Um, they were already getting. You know, it was six gig um, recordings from the PS4 Pro. It would have been what? You know, it, it's 4K. It would have been twenty five times that. Okay. Nobody well, had that
3: and and at double
2: the frames as well. Yeah, so the PC is 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 completely unlimited. It's it's limited only by the by the processor you have. Yeah. If your processor can do two hundred frames a second, that's what the that's what this version of, of Halo will do, of Destiny will do. Which
3: which I don't I don't know how that's gonna feel, especially because I still plan on playing on Xbox. It's gonna feel weird switching between
2: thirty frames a second and and sixty something or much more. higher. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. All I know is it looked really good. I'm not gonna buy one because they're you know, it's gonna be really expensive to run it at at its yeah. top <laughs> end stuff. But but it was amazing to look at. They did a great job.
0: They haven't yeah, released any footage kind of... either, have they? Like Bungie themselves. Nope.
2: Nope. The first part of the gameplay nope. nope.
0: stuff
1: stream but you see.
0: Right. Maybe it's a Sony thing. Maybe they're like only show ours. <laughs> be the well,
1: they, to have all those ps4 pros there
3: well it's also uh and the pc one is uh is not gonna have cross saves so that's that's something that's i i was really interested in the pc one and the fact that it's not gonna have any cross saves makes me quite a bit less interested in it because I really don't want to maintain. <laughs> As I was telling you before, different... I I was probably five percent
1: chance I would play yeah, PC. Yeah. There weren't cross saves, and if there were PS4 or PC cross saves, that would bump me up to ninety five percent sure that I'd play yeah. well
3: <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I mean, I can't, I can't really blame them in a lot of ways. I feel like there is a lot of the Xbox community that's kind of feels like they've been shit on a few times, so. If they had cross saves, they couldn't have them all from all platforms to all plat- platforms, which means they couldn't have it from Xbox to PC and PC to PS4. right? So there's a whole there's a whole bunch of problems they'd have to solve with that. So I'm, I'm not terribly surprised, but it is
0: disappointing. Yeah. Ugh. What do we think about an unconfirmed release date for that platform? Is that weeks or is that months or is that a year? I think
1: <laughs> probably two months is my my I'm, Yeah, oh,
2: I was I was guessing around the turn of the year. Yeah, December. It, January, yeah, if it's
3: if it's not out by the end of the year, I'd be shocked.
4: Yeah, I could see it
2: coming out in early January. Oh,
4: Maybe that's a
0: double dip. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I'll I'll
3: play with you on PC then, Cole. All right. So one thing I was really surprised by that they didn't talk about was the beta date. I was really expecting a drop on the beta date. (coughs) Yeah, they got to say
1: something
4: for
1: E3. Think think about it. They're really following the same timeline they did with Destiny 1. Reveal it, and then at E3 you show... Stuff and announce beta is starting this week. So at E3, I I expect them to show a little bit more and announce the beta either that week or within a couple weeks.
3: Well, except that this reveal is a year later <laughs> than than the Destiny one in the timeline. Yeah,
1: but that also that original one wasn't really a gameplay reveal, right?
2: It was the
3: well that so that was what gameplay was that two was years before E3 launch. It.
2: No, so the they had the summer before launch.
3: So they said so they announced it two years before launch, right? Officially, yeah. so February they thirteen.
0: Yeah,
3: No, no February the...
2: February thirteen. Okay.
0: The first time the they showed it they... was at the PlayStation thing.
2: That's right. Yeah.
0: Which and then they have The This time they showed
2: it was when they invited everybody to to their offices.
3: Right. Well, I'm talking about the announcement, not the gameplay reveal. Uh-oh. Like when they announced it. Which is what you're talking about.
2: That is what I'm talking about. Right. Yeah.
3: Yeah. I was I was I was correcting them. So oh oh, then the gameplay reveal was like more than a year before the game actually released, right? Because it got pushed farther than everybody was thought it was gonna come out. Is that right?
2: Uh, I thought it I thought it
1: was that E three when they did first mission. I thought that was the first time we actually ever saw gameplay.
2: No, he's uh, right. So E three two thousand thirteen, we saw Destiny. That was the one where, um, where right? Joe and Jason played on stage at the PlayStation thing.
1: Yeah, yeah. So yeah, that was still, that was more than a year before it came out. Yeah, right.
3: So like this gameplay reveal is only like it's it's like a whole year less yeah. before the game came out.
1: Yeah, but back on on talking about the beta, it's. I think the beta will yeah. still the same timeline. They're going to yeah. show some stuff at E3 and announce betas live today. You, know, you can play it on the floor today. You can play it on PC at home today. You can play it on an Xbox in five days.
0: <laughs> but I, I, I
1: almost guarantee it's going to be the same way. It's PS4. will get an extra weekend like they did last time.
2: You might be right, I, but I, several people said later this summer. That was the phrase I heard more than once. And... Yeah. And early June is not later this summer. Yeah. yeah, that's
3: yeah. And and I'm not I'm not I'm not positive. I'm not pinning my hopes on this, but I'm not positive PS4 is going to get extra time this time. Because if they do that, they're going to have a three tiered release for the beta because they are also making it public at the end of it. If you didn't pre-order, they did it. that last time. No, they, they never they never made it public.
2: Didn't they, had to,
3: did they make it public?
2: I thought they, they did.
3: Maybe they did. Maybe I'm just forgetting.
2: But you only got last, like two or three they didn't days. They they
1: were going. Like the last three days it became public.
2: Yeah.
3: Okay. They just didn't announce it at the time. Right. Yeah, they announced
1: Addie 3 live on PlayStation this weekend. Xbox gets it next weekend. And then during that second weekend, they opened it up.
2: Yeah, think, Xbox is going to get it in, in September. I think Duncan. Passed out. <laughs> duncan wake
4: up i'm still here i'm still here <laughs>
0: <laughs> duncan has been non-stop partying and traveling for the past couple of days so
2: he's slept what like four hours
1: since the since, uh, since
4: Thursday. Uh, i've been rounding yeah sure <laughs>
1: <laughs> if we round up four hours
2: if, if we round up two and a half hours, sure, yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah well, it's almost twelve a m for Duncan, I think, right, yeah, we should probably call probably it a good time trip. to wrap it up if you fell asleep again, anyway well.
4: uh, no I'm just <laughs> bammed the, the thoughts moving through my head are just moving at a much slower rate, than like this.
3: <laughs> well well before before we end, do you guys have any final? Final thoughts? Yeah. Uh, Why uh,
0: can't this be an expansion pack?
2: (laughs) So I've I've said this to a few people in a few different contexts before. So if you've heard it, I'm sorry, but I am more um, encouraged by the enthusiasm of the Bungie employees this time around than I am even by the gameplay that we've seen, which I thought was quite good. Uh, the fact that everyone I talk to feels like they're working on something awesome and can't wait for it to be in our hands. So before Destiny 1 came out, they were all nervous. They all thought they did a good job, but they all felt like it was... They weren't sure how we were going to take it, and, and after release, we found out why they felt that way. Um, yeah. Man. There's none of that, that they, this time they, around. They
1: were they noticeably felt more excited right before taking King and rightfully
2: so. Yes. And they're and there they're again. They're same, they're they they're, gut- they're way up there right now, all of them. <laughs> that that so, is really encouraging. It is really encouraging. I'm pretty happy about it. Unless they were all told, you know, you better be excited or we're going to fire you.
4: No. <laughs> well, I know I'm more.
1: I was more blown away than I expected to be. I, I don't know if I kind of forced myself to lower expectations a little bit because of three years ago, but I, I went into this pretty well, pretty high. My hype level was pretty high, but even, even with how high my hype level was, I think the reveal just kind of verified that.
4: Well, and I, I, I think I felt
3: they they chose. By the- they they definitely chose to me the right thing to start it with because we we talked about that before but we we had a chat going while we were watching the stream and and I said after that Zavala trailer I was like well that was more than I was expecting to see you in this entire thing I was expecting something more like Destiny One where it's like oh we're gonna see you know like a strike
2: and then little tidbits
3: that, right yeah but then but actually oh, that, seeing like I said.
1: At the very beginning, podcast that yeah. that's of all three minute storyline thing that that was the best part
3: yeah so yeah, yeah. I, I think the general consensus is we're excited
2: yeah i would agree yeah. with that i would agree with
3: that <laughs> I, I, I think that's
2: safe.
0: <laughs> i'll
2: play it when it comes out
0: <laughs> will you though
3: i'll think about buying it <laughs>
0: I promise. I promise to get Claude on PC at some point. Do you, How are you going to do, do that? You gonna, it's going to happen. Build on the PC. I might. You.
2: It might happen at your house, once, but it won't happen like just once. It won't be a regular thing. Oh, why? Because it's too much work.
0: Wouldn't <laughs> it be easier for you to control instead of with your crab hand grip?
2: Oh,
1: wow. <laughs> the funny the funny thing is, Claude actually sits at a computer desk to play Destiny in front of a computer monitor already anyway. So you're halfway there. That's true. The rest I'm of halfway there. Couches.
2: But it's a like, four-year-old My main Pro. reason I
1: prefer to sit on a couch controller. Yeah.
2: Your your main reason is what?
1: To sit on a couch with the controller in my hand and, oh, and yeah. not be sitting at the computer desk with a mouse and keyboard.
2: I don't mind sitting at a computer desk. I mean, my chair is just as comfortable as my couch.
0: But you know, he, but I do. Bob takes would, it very gotta seriously. He's got to get those clutch rocket kills.
1: <laughs>
2: In <sighs> his gaming chair.
1: That they're usually on
2: <laughs> You are a very
3: mean person. <laughs> well, I think that's a good place to wrap this recording. <laughs> yeah, probably.
4: <laughs>
3: before before Claude. Uh, gets really angry <laughs> <laughs> oh with rocket.
0: the secret is he's hey. always angry
2: that, that's true
4: <laughs>
2: thanks for coming
4: everybody yeah we should do I'm another one do a, of these like a proper one 13 months but <laughs> <laughs>
0: i guess we should actually officially sign off and say thanks for joining us um yep. I'm pretty sure we'll have one in, another one of these in a few weeks, and it will be structured better. I promise. Well, Bjorn no okay. will probably be here for that one. <laughs> That's what I mean. <laughs> That's why he's promising. Great. First okay. and last time I semi-host. <laughs> there you go. All right. So... Thanks for listening, everybody. All right.
1: Oh,
2: They have these gorgeous purple um, things coming out of them. They're just very classy looking. Gorgeous. Gorgeous. Purple. Gorgeous. Gorgeous. Purple. Gorgeous. Gorgeous. Gorgeous things coming out of them.